let me tell you, bro. The aunties and the uncles are scared. They are running scared. This freak Nick documentary, we just found it don't even come out. Probably for another year. For another it year. It hasn't released it yet. And just at the mere mention of it, mm-hmm. it's garnered all of this talk. Good. And publicity. Good. Good. All your people who was in their 20s and 30s and the 80s and 90s, y'all got a year to clear. You got a year to confess. No. To try to clear your name. Does it even matter at this point? I mean, if it's documented, they're going to highlight the 1994 Freaknik and the 93 Freaknik, I believe. So it's documented. And just off of past documentaries about Freaknik, seeing... Oh, you've seen, you've seen others? Mm-hmm. Oh. Seeing... Like the fact that men in the videos, I mean, men who were recording women and feeling like they had the right to like sexually assault women because of the way that they were dressed is insane and it's crazy. But also shows that history repeats itself because people still do that to this day. Sexually assault. I'm sure women were sexually assaulted. I'm sure women were raped, but I'm all not. And I'm also sure there was some hoes down there, too. Okay. Who was down for the shits. It's going to show a lot. It's going to show a lot. Um, I'm actually very concerned that I'm going to be disgusted by the documentary. Like, I really want to see it, but I feel like I'm going to be disgusted. Like, not in a fun your, way. You're going to see one of your aunties or cousins pop no, up. No, nobody in my family is in that. <laughs> not my so, um, I just feel like I'm going to be disgusted for the women that I'm going to see in that documentary. But do it for the culture, I guess. Who's going to Freak Nick 2023? Please. Not I. You're going to catch me in no documentary <laughs> 20 years all. from now. No, thank you. Any festivals I've been to, I kept my hands to myself. Mm-mm. Made in America Fest. Show them all. You're going to see me in there. You're going to see me doing nothing but. And I don't even go to festivals. Nope. Nope. You know me. Well. What? God bless. You ready? <laughs> yep. Let's start the show. <laughs> I've been, I've been working all night, now I need to hear you call my name Where you at? On the way, how far? On the way, poppin', poppin' on the way How far we take it all the way, yeah, 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 yeah I've been going all day and now I need to hear you say my name Welcome back to another episode of the On The Way Podcast Where we give it to you straight in this space, we won't say anything behind your back that we won't say to your face. We keep you up to date with the latest music, news, and everything related while you are on the way. I'm Khalil. And I'm Sylvie. And this is the On The Way Podcast. You can listen to this podcast on your way to filing your taxes. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's why I said it. I'm sure you're not the only one who just heard well, that and said, Well, there's like oh, an extension shit. day, so I yeah, think something like that. Yeah, you gotta file it. It's like, was it like on the 19th or some shit like that? Well, you, the deadline is the 18th. There we go, the 18th. So you gotta file the extension before then. Got it. Mm-hmm. I you, need you here. <laughs> you can listen to this podcast on your way to filing your extensions to file your taxes. <laughs> but either way, mm-hmm. anyway. I need that. This is. The On The Way Podcast. Black Queen. Yes. Sylvie Jones. Mm-hmm. How are you doing today? Ashe, Ashe, my brother. Um, I'm feeling really good, blessed, happy to be here, alive in this space, in this time. Um, happy midweek. 
You had some beautiful weather this day. Um, it's been a good week so far. To be very honest, I have no complaints at all. Um, I'm just happy to be here in this space, um, enjoying good music, um, good new music. And yeah, like I, I literally have no complaints. I was a bit crabby earlier, but I feel like I just have mood swings sometimes. So. Sometimes you just need a nap. Sometimes we just need a nap. Sometimes, sometimes you just need a, like I feel like one of those Snickers commercials where it's like sometimes you just need a Snickers. Sometimes you need a snack. I'm allergic to peanut butter. I'd never. But oh yeah, <laughs> you've never had the greatness of Snickers. I wouldn't want it. It's that tastes like oh. peanut butter tastes like the devil's chocolate. Oh, people have a peanut allergy. Like, always hate it on peanuts. peanut butter. Tastes like chocolate, <laughs> but if the devil made it. Oh. No, it don't. Disgusting. No, it don't. And it's okay. Wow, you never had a PB and J. I had. I know. No. Wow. No, I never. You are missing. To. The out. smell of it makes uh, me sick. It's supposed to. The taste of it makes me want to vomit. Aww. Like you know how sometimes you can be allergic to something and still like it. Mm-mm. I'm allergic and Aww. it's disgusting. Aww. Aww. God bless. How are you, Khalil? I am doing quite well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Beautiful weather we're having. Yes. Spring is springing. I can't. Can we say it's sprung yet? We don't like that. We talked about this. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not even going to comment. It's springing, though. Um, I know it's springing because I've had my first cold of the year. Whenever the seasons change, I get these allergies. Mm-hmm. And it happened to me last week. happened to me on Sunday going into Monday out of nowhere. And I'm still recuperating. The worst of it is gone. We would have canceled if it was that crazy. Mm. Um, about to put some more, put the air back in my bike and make sure to get that thing back out. Okay. Go out riding. Succession <laughs> episode, Succession season four, episode three. Man, thanks for the memories, Logan Roy. Damn, I didn't even watch it yet. Oh, I didn't know you watched. I didn't. I was going to start the series. All righty then. (laughs) It's the final season. (laughs) It had to happen at some point. (laughs) You shouldn't be surprised. And lastly, and of course not least, welcome to the world, Amalia Payton Nunnery. Oh, yes. You are loved. You are supported. And we are here for you for ever no that's right all right that's all you ready and a time was had at waldy's birthday party this weekend yeah that was our little freak neck <laughs> <laughs> we was doing we was recreating things we did in the bitty gym we had no business doing speaking of freak neck all right yeah now they get them videos out then we're gonna be in trouble <laughs> Stop. Right? it wasn't even like that <laughs> all right all right you ready yep let's get into the weekly Playlist. Weekly playlist. The weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. It's the weekly playlist, baby. To keep up with our weekly playlist, follow us on Instagram at On The Way Weekly, where we release it every week. This week we've got Shrem for Life by Ray Shremer, Never Enough by Daniel Caesar. For Motivational Use Only, Volume 1, by Currency and Jermaine Dupri, and The Invitation, A Conversation with God, by Latasha. For my first project this week, I had Shrem for Life, by Ray Shremard. Their rap brother duo formed by Slim Jimmy and Sway Lee. 
Since 2015, they came out with the gauge releasing hits like No Type, No Flex Zone, Throw Some More, and Come Get Her, to name a few. And this is all on their first album, Shrem Life. Oh, wow. The, well, that was exactly. All, wow, wow, wow. Exactly. Wow, wow. <laughs> the follow-up album, Shrem Life 2, gave us the viral classic Black Beatles. And the third album, Shrem, was one of the first albums that we reviewed on this podcast, actually, mm. with Power Glide. Um, that that Pharrell song that I love so much. So it's been five years since the duo came out with music as a collective. This project has production from Mike Will Made It, Murder Beats, and many more. Um, so it being a minute since I've heard a Ray Shremmer album, I expected like get lit music, turn up hits, and things like that. And I did get that to be very honest. Um, I liked Royal Flush with Young Thug. I put stones both hands, that's a full flex. Played the hand I was dealt, that's a royal flush. I made grandmaster plans that are complex. Drop some cash on land and it's all plush. Pin stripes on my jeans, they design a cut. Black, red, and yellow bitches on Jamaica. like that was it was good refreshing to hear young thug when i heard when i played this album i didn't actually uh look at the track list so i was surprised to hear thug on the on the songs and it made me remind me that like oh shit he's locked up um but it felt good it was like refreshing i enjoyed that i also enjoyed um origami hotties it is a real lit like intro song on the track like it was a good way to like start off this project Sexy was nice and fun and playful. Um, Activate Future and Future reminded me like of, I don't know, like it was more chill, get high and drink and maybe just relax, but like bop your head type of song. Um, And I also like Torpedo, which they have visuals for out on this album. Um, Bend Your Knees was also fun as well. And yeah, this was, it, it gave me just, fun vibes like i feel like it's rap um it's repetitive lyrics and hooks and it just seems like they're just having fun and i like that about slim jimmy and sway lee like i didn't expect anything less of it and they came with it this week for my first project i had never enough by daniel caesar who is from toronto ontario canada and this is his fourth solo studio album um the producers on here were his real name is Ashton Simmons. When you look at him, he looked like an Ashton. He looks ashy though. Uh, mm, uh Dylan Wiggins, Seven Thomas, and Ra- would you say that to his face? <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't care about that damn apology. Raphael Sadiq, Sir Nolan, Mark Ronson, and Mark Ronson. Um, some of the features on this project were Mustafa, Serpent with Feet, Omar Apollo. Mm. And Ty Dolla Sign. Hooray. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay. So last week, out of nowhere, we saw clips of Daniel Caesar popping up everywhere, apologizing for his comments 
uh, asking the black community to when he was asking the black community to be more kind to white people during the racial reckoning of the George, George Floyd murders. And he found himself on and then he found himself on the other side of favor. Mm-hmm. And then when this album came out on Friday, I was like, oh, that's it. That makes sense. Promotion. Mm-hmm. So I still listen, and I found some really beautiful R&B ballads on this project. Once again, he laid his soul out and was very transparent when it comes to relationships he's been in, thought about, or uh, uh, just wrote about. And not just R&B ballads, but really creative R&B ballads with that non-traditional way that he uses his voice mm-hmm. sometimes, not layering it all the time. And it also came with melodies and hooks that have these subtly amazing chord progressions and harmonies. Um Part of the reason we loved him so much before George Floyd was this, and and it's, that's why it was just such a shock to hear when he did that. But if you're willing to forgive him, because it's it's not like he actually physically hurt somebody. If you believe his apology, if you're willing to give him a second chance, you might find the soul and beauty in these records too. Some of my favorites were "Let Me Go," "Always," "Disillusion." homosexual and uh superpowers uh waldy and i also got to meet him before at the radio one blitz a few years ago and it was like right after every part came out and and this it's because of that that i'm willing to give him because i've met him and we had a really dope real convo with right before we were all shoved out of the way by low kim security to make way um but he seemed just really down to earth and chill and sometimes people are misinterpreted, and sometimes people say things that they wish that they hadn't. I can continue listening enough after that, but I'm watching. I'm watching you, brother. For my second project this week, I had For Motivational Use Only, Volume 1, by Currency and Jermaine Dupree. Currency is a rapper signed to his own label, Jet Life, and Jermaine Dupree is an award-winning producer ahead of his own label, So So Deaf, as well. Um, Currency is no stranger to the On The Way playlist, of course. I feel like we always review his collaborative and solo projects. So this time around, I was interested to see how the blend of his rhymes and Jermaine Dupree's production would mesh. And I could say I like this project. Um, there were only seven songs and there was a few features. Jermaine Dupree has one. Uh, there's a song with T.I. and a song with your boy 2 Chains. Mm. Mm, it's correct. It <laughs> right. Um, my favorite from this project has to be Essence Fest because it remind Jermaine Dupree sampled um this song. I forgot who it's by, but it's like it's um it's like a New Orleans bounce song called Get the Gat, Get the Gat, Get the Gat, Get the Gat. Um, so he uses that in the production. And I fucks with it. I feel like currency flowed really well on that song. Huh. I'm a nigga in the Chevy on Chrome. And I'm taking one of these hoes home. On the couch, rolled up a whole zone. You gonna hit the weed, bitch, hold on. I'm a nigga in the Chevy on Chrome. And I'm taking one of these hoes home. On the couch, rolled up a whole zone. You gonna hit the weed, bitch, hold on. 
snakes, niggas rats, and I'm far away from that. Niggas spun, spun it back, no more fun in the trap. Hundred racks on my pops, Cadillac, then I made that shit back, huh? What you talking about? We parked 12 rows, rushes in the parking lot. Walk through, kick it, pick that check up, then I'm walking out. Wait. So definitely my favorite from this project. I also enjoyed So So Jets, um, as well as Off the Lot, which Off the Lot had Jermaine Dupree rapping a bit, um, which felt nostalgic because I feel like I haven't heard Jermaine Dupree rap since a minute. I almost forgot that he also does rap. Um, and Two Chains on that song. Off the Lot was more of a, like a chill, bouncing song. Um, Never Fall Off with T.I. was good as well. Um as well as Fortune 500. And I feel like those songs were more, I felt like this project had a good balance of um, playfulness and currency style put together. Um, I'm excited to see if there's like another volume in this series, if it's just called like volume one and that's it. I feel like this was like a surprising collab to me, but I fucks with it. Well, what a coincidence that we've had a project from Jermaine Dupree on this playlist this week, as well as another one from Latasha Scott. For this week, my second project was The Invitation, A Conversation with God by Latasha of Escape. I don't want to say formally of Escape, but this is her first solo studio album. Uh, She's from College Park, Georgia. And there were no features on this project, but the producers were Latasha herself, Darrell Mac Mac Mays, John 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 Webb Jr., and Vindell Smith, to name a couple. So, um, okay, I'm glad Latasha finally got her solo deal and her solo album. She definitely had some thanks she wanted to get off her chest. You ever heard the term, less of me, God, uh, less of me, God, and more of you? No, because I'm a human. You never heard that? Mm-mm. That's something people pray sometimes in church. They oh. say, less of me, God, and more of you. Mm. That didn't happen on this project well. here. Um, I don't know if this is a gospel album. Just because, I mean, just because you're talking about God, does that make it gospel? Uh, it felt more like a testimony about all the things that she's been through and how God was her strength. And so I, I guess in that case, if you're showing love publicly for God, it's gospel. But my favorite gospel albums are less about the actual person and more about giving praise and worship to God. Mm, with, I see that. With some testimony sprinkled in there. I see that. But this just felt like, and it's not that I'm, I'm it just felt like a, a person, something real personal between her and God. Um, it, it it felt like R&B gospel. Don't mm. get me wrong. I think it's it's great that she's letting people know that God is her rock and her source of strength to get through everything she's been through. But a lot of it, it just felt like R&B songs about God. Some things that stuck out to me on here were the invitation prelude was cool. Afraid is the song that she has the music video for where it looked like she t- interprets where she like she got some she's dressed up as some girl with a hat. That says Atlanta, and she keeps saying, "Speak on it, speak on." Oh, oh, that's where that's from. <laughs> they was killing her for spelling <laughs> "your" wrong in the thing. Aww. Poor thing. Um, I like that one, and I also like the song "Gratitude." Here is my gratitude. Here is my gratitude. Oh, oh, oh. 
This week for our honorable mentions, we had the album 1017, Up Next EP by Gucci Mane. And the single Forever, featuring Pharrell Williams by Kate And now it's time for music news. What happened this week, Khalil? This week, the infamous founder of the Fire Festival, Billy McFarlane, in an in a tweet, wrote, "Fire Festival Two God. is finally happening." Why? Tell me why you should be invited. The devil is a lie. You want me to tell you why you? should invite me to the festival that got shut down because of fraud, because of... Like, that just makes no sense. Like, why are we still living in a matrix? It was supposed to be a luxury festival that supposedly invited models and influencers to the Bahamas. Tickets were paid up in the 10,000s for a single ticket. And then people were met with emergency tents and cheese sandwiches. Cheese and bread and like a piece of lettuce. And you, Mr. McFarlane, want us to go down this rabbit hole journey with you again? Fool me once. Shame on me. And then, no, shame shame on on you. Shame on you. And then fool me twice. Shame Shame on fucking me. That's right. But why would we want to go to that? Like, why does that even seem... This man served six years in prison and for wire back. fraud. <laughs> he only served, but he only served four. He was released in March 22. And the thing is, so he said he still has people that he owes and people that he has to pay back. <laughs> and so he's like, I'm much better out here hustling than just sitting on the couch is what he said. You need to get a job. You need to figure out another plan <laughs> to, to throw another fire festival. Like, no, you are crazy. Who's going to perform there? Who? Like, that festival is just late ja Rule's to not coming back. Nobody. You like, almost that took him down. Li- Yo, that festival's linked to fraud. Like, no. When you think of Fire Festival, you don't think of anything positive. No. Stop it. Two documentaries. Oh, uh, like. I'm all just, the way good, Billy. Everybody's good, bro. Like, Thank you, Billy. You need <laughs> to be going and, and listen. You should go and reconnect with that man. 
who was willing to um to give all that fellatio for them bottles of water. And y'all can go figure out and start a new company, okay? He's not even out here trying to trying to plan another five. Because he's down for you. He's down for you. To do that for some water, he down for you. Us, leave us out of it, okay? Just Thank clownery. You. In other news this week, um, as you may know, the Coachella 2023 Festival is taking place the weekend of the 14th to the 16th, and then the following weekend of the 21st to the 23rd. Now, headliners are going to be Frank Ocean, Blackpink, and Bad Bunny. But, 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 today, Wednesday, April 12th, the weekend had retweeted an account that said the weekend will be before will be will perform at Coachella this year. He also tweeted like an emoji of like a a desert cactus emoji with like a question mark. So I don't know. All I'm trying to say is where the link at? But I'm trying to see the streaming live. Yeah. Is it YouTube this year? Like I'm trying to see Coachella streaming. Yeah, like, I think it's definitely always streaming on YouTube. I just don't understand that either. Like, if if I think that's a missed opportunity for Coachella. Like, if you're gonna have the weekend, you should tell people ahead of time so that they can. Hello. That's more money that you could get. That's <laughs> more tickets that people would get <laughs> as opposed to saying it at the last minute. Hello. Uh, um, yeah. doesn't make sense to me, but I mean, I'm with it. Um, any concert I can perform, I can watch and enjoy from the comfort of my home. Instead of being in the crowds, I'm with Minus Renaissance. Um, and I'm also excited to see Frank Ocean perform. Supposedly, Nostalgia Ultra, which is Frank Ocean's first official mixtape, um, is supposedly going to be on streaming platforms. So I hope that rumor is true. I would love to go on Apple and press play. Um, and here we all try instead of having to go through SoundCloud, even though I do fuck with SoundCloud, but shout out to all our SoundCloud listeners. Shout out to SoundCloud. I still fuck with SoundCloud, but having it on any other streaming platform would also be convenient to me. On the way listeners, who are you looking forward to seeing headlining Coachella? Tweet us at On The Way Weekly and let us know. We're going to go. And we'll be right back. I've been working all night and now I need a hit. Call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Popping, popping on the way. How far we take it all the way? We're back. And it's time to get into the blackness. Don't touch my head. It's just me against the world. Who taught you to hate your family? The blackness. Keep it, keep on. Here we talk about the world, i.e. black political and social issues as we see them through our point of view. What happened this week, Khalil? Well, this week, according to Vox.com, reps Justin Jones and Justin Pearson, two Democrats who were recently expelled from the Tennessee legislature, because of their participation in a gun control protest on the well in the well, which is like the the House floor, mm-hmm. the Senate floor, they have both been officially reinstated to their old seats. Jones was reinstated by the Nashville Metropolitan Council by a vote of thirty six to zero on Monday, 
and Pearson was reinstated by the Shelby County Commission with a vote to seven to zero on Wednesday. And I just, I mean, I just love that. Like, their their seats are temporary because they'll still have to run again to mm-hmm. to to fully reclaim them. However, the same districts that put them there had meetings, had like you know council meetings, and were like they could have nom- they could have put two other people back up on the seats, but they were like, nah, we're sending these people exactly. right back. Unanimous decision votes. Votes to thirty six to zero and seven to zero. Like that's amazing. The Tennessee Republicans previously argued that the lawmakers' behavior in a gun control protest warranted removal because of the office from the office because it violated House decorum rules. However, uh, Representative Gloria Johnson of Knoxville, who's a white woman, she also participated. They're known as the Tennessee Three, Mm. but she was not expelled. However, Republicans, they said that her role was less disruptive because she didn't hold the the bullhorn and whatnot. She had some legal representation that probably helped her as well. The other two represented themselves. Exactly. That's why it was helpful in her case. Right, right. And, you know... um, Justin Jones said, today we are sending a resounding message that democracy will not be killed in the comfort of silence. Today we send a clear message to Speaker Cameron Sexton that the people will not allow his crimes against democracy to happen without challenge. You know, like you just had a mass shooting in your state with children, with babies killed, three of them, three adults killed. That could have been so prevented and you won't even talk about gun control. Your situ- your mindset is, well, there's guns here, so people are just going to get killed. We just got to be careful. Give them more guns so everybody can protect themselves. And when these two, when these three people were in the meeting, of course, it's a, a mostly Republican-run Senate. But when these three people spoke up, they were being chastised mm-hmm. for even mentioning it. And they were being told to stay on brand and stay on focus with what we're talking about here. And that just led to this whole big disruption in the, in, in the House. And, you know, it's just you tried. You tried to cancel these people or send them back. But the people said no. Nah. And I think that that's I, I pray that that's just indicative of this where this country is heading, because these Republicans. They're bold nowadays. They'll try mm-hmm. it like they'll try it like they don't care no more about how you feel, about how I feel. They just they, they will they have an agenda, which is really no agenda. They just want to stop stuff. And they're doing if they have the majority, they will get it through. And so the only remedy in the country is the people to not put them in power or to, you know, counteract these kind of things. And so it's just really heartening to see that there's still uh, um, th- th- that the people in power don't have the end all be all say when we as a country, you know, enact our power. Right. And they see that there is the, a, a really bigger issue here. Um, I feel like we just still have to come to an agreement agreement with and a solution because at this point it's just out of control. It's crazy. More guns in the country than people. Mm-hmm. It's just out of control. <clears throat> this week for my Queen Spotlight, I want to shine a beautiful light again, again at my girl, Angel Reese. Um, we spoke about how last week um, her and the LSU um, won the national championship over Iowa State, and this week we learned that her NIL valuation skyrocketed to $1.3 million. Wow. Excuse me? Wow. Before the NCAA tournament this year, she was valued at 371000 in the NIL valuation. So now 
it skyrocketed to 1.3 million is amazing. She is now the highest valued player in the women's college basketball and the third highest among all female college athletes, only behind the gymnast Olivia Dunn and Susanna Lee. She's also ranked number 13 on NIL's 100 list, ranking ahead of LSU's quarterback, Jaden Daniels. Congratulations, Angel Reese. I only want the best for you and the whole LSU team. Um, And thank you for making history. History, continuously. You walk in that queen. Let's go. And you accept your call that you got this week from President Biden, probably over there apologizing for his wife. Let's go. Glad you answered the phone. I hope you still cussed him out. <laughs> Stop. Stop. And said you need to you need to you need to tell her to watch her mouth. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Uncle Joe. But you need to tell your Stop. wife. Stop. <laughs> Congratulations, Angel. Mm-hmm. You can't see me. On the way, listeners, what are practical solutions that can be enacted around gun control? Tweet us in On the Way Weekly and let us know. We're going to go. And we'll be right back. I don't need nobody else. Oh, you got me on the way. Yearning for your loving, baby. I need that every day. Cause you know this ain't made for, for nobody but you. It's a wrap. It's time to get out of here, but not before we leave you with some encouragement. Once again, you can find our quotes on our Twitter at On The Way Weekly every Monday for some motivation. This week, our quote says, It's not a bad thing to demand that everyone that comes into your life meet you at your worth. And I ain't talking money. So I got this quote from Tyler Perry, and I found it so interesting because before I finished, I was like, meet you at your worth. Like, what do you mean financially? And then he said, but I ain't talking about money. And I was like, huh, that's right. Because automatically I did go to finances, but it's more than finances when you want people to meet you somewhere where you are expected to meet. That means um, with respect as well. That means with your own personal value. That means in your your relationships, your friendships, your companionships, like it should be always equal it should never be you're under somebody and you have to do a lot of work just to um keep up with a person or just to keep up uh this kind of rapport or even to have a conversation um it shouldn't be someone talking down to you rather than talking to you so that's why i like this i agree with this to an extent i think that yes you have to have a certain you know level of of what you will and won't tolerate in your life and for the mm-hmm. people who come into your you know your most inner circle and for just the people that you have in your space but i don't think that it's necessary for them to be the same on all levels as you not n- mm-hmm. not even money wise as long as there's respect that's established like i think of i think of jesus like he his point his purpose was to get to know everybody was to befriend all no matter what you looked like no matter where you came from what your background was he was going to give you respect just as a person 
and see where it goes from. And, and, and I think that that's the line to start with sometime. Like sometimes you can befriend somebody who is not on the same level as you, who really needs your help or somebody that, that you can, that can really benefit from a service or something that you can provide or a point of view that you have that they haven't thought about that, that, you know, that's necessary sometimes. Okay. But if that person is becoming a, if that person becomes a detriment to you, then it's time for them to go. Mm. But, you know, I think we have to be open to meeting people sometimes where they are and not judging them and not trying to save them either and do too much. But, you know, the world is full of people. Everybody's not the same. You, you'll live a very closed life, I think, if you only try to deal with people just like you. Okay. Well, if you're looking for me, you can find me on the Instagram and the Twitter at K-A-H-L-I-L-X-D-A-N-I-E-L and on the Facebook at Facebook.com slash KXD Music. You can find all my music streaming on Spotify, Tidal, Apple, or anywhere that you download or stream music. And you can also find all of that on my website at KhalilDaniel.com. Your turn. And if you're looking for me, you can find me on Twitter at Sylvie Jones, S-Y-L-V-E-E-J-O-N-E-S. My fitness advice to you and anyone listening is since it is allergy season, please find a way um, to get that under control. I know it can get intense for a lot of people. Um, Do home remedies as well as getting over-the-counter medications if you need to. Um, Just to just to keep yourself safe and just to keep yourself just aware and aware looking. Um, Cold compresses work. Anything that just helps when it comes to allergy season. I know it's literally the worst. Drink your tea and eat your greens. is put on here by the government to get us all sick. That might be true. Yep, and that's it. I'm sure there's a scientist somewhere looking at us and shaking mm-hmm. their head in disgust. Because they know what it is. For everything else you heard this week, you can find us on our Facebook at facebook.com slash onthewaypod. And you can find us on our website at mochapodcastsnetwork.com slash onthewaypod and instinctent.com slash onthewaypod. And if you love what you hear, please make sure to like and subscribe to us on all streaming platforms. Also share an episode or even the whole show with a friend. We're streaming on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Deezer, Google, anywhere that is streaming podcasts. Leave some comments. Everybody have a great 420 next week. God bless. You know what I'm saying. Genesis 129 it up. And we'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Peace. Yeah, yeah. We stress, we grind one time, three times.